Welcome to the Color of Influence podcast, where you will hear stories from amazing people of color from around the world, from social media, and right here in our communities. Their stories will inspire you, encourage you, and motivate you. I am your host, Aisha Morgan, and let's meet today's guest. I'm so excited for you guys to hear today's guest. Marissa is the founder of Target While Black, a page that I discovered last year during Black History Month on Instagram. And she posted about different items that Target had promoting Black History Month. And now she promotes and posts about Black-owned, Black-founded, and Black representation items that are all within Target. So you would be surprised at how many items Target has that are Black-owned, but Marissa has done the research to find out. So without further ado, let's meet today's guest, Marissa of Target While Black. All right, so we are here today with a very special guest. Um, Last year, I started following a page called Target While Black during Black History Month, and as you can see, I have on a Target sweatshirt from it from last year, and I have spent so much money because of Marissa and Target Wild Black <laughs> posting everything, and I, I go and I buy everything. So uh, Marissa, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we're going to get right into our conversation. Sure. So um, I started Target Wild Black in November of 2020. Um, it was something for me to do. We were locked down during that period of time. Yes. Um, and I was going nuts. I had done every Lego set I could possibly find at Target. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I was like, I just need to do something. Um, and around that time too, they started, you know, doing Black Santa and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so I was like, oh, okay, well, this all this stuff is really neat. Um, and just as like a background to like who I am, I didn't do anything tech related at all. Okay. (laughs) Um, I was a teacher when I first got out of college. Okay. Uh, I was a middle school teacher and then I left and I went to higher education. So I was working at the college of nursing, um, here in Tampa. And then I stopped doing that. And then I kind of got into the tech space a little bit, but not really. I was selling ed tech software. Yeah. Um, but nothing, nothing like this at all. This was just, This was just like, okay, this is something that I feel like I could do and I feel like I can be good at it. And I'm just going to jump into it and see what happens. Yeah. It worked out. <laughs> so what made you just start posting the things that you were finding there? So um, initially it started with Black Santa. I was okay. really excited to see Black Santa. Um, my, my mom is mixed and my dad is black. So my grandmother, who was mostly in my life was, um, a white Hispanic lady from Spain. Um, and she would go out of her way to make me things. So my first doll that I had was a Brown doll that she sewed for me. Um, in anything that was in my house, like Santa, if she didn't want Santa to be white Santa, she wanted Santa to be Brown Santa. So she would color the Santa. (laughs) (laughs) And because of that, when I went into Target that particular year, I know they have done it before, but nothing to that scale. Um, November, 2020, there was black Santa everywhere. Mm -hmm. There was ornaments. There was Mrs. Claus. There was, there was all kinds of things. And I was really excited about it. 
So, um, and I follow a lot of the other, or I did follow a lot of the other target pages. Okay. But I didn't see them posting any of that stuff. I was like, well, do you know there's black sand on this wrapping paper? Because there's black sand on this wrapping paper. Um, so I just started kind of posting that way. And then it clicked with me fairly quickly that when I go into target period, I'm going in there looking for different things than most of the other target pages were posting. Yeah. Um, whether that be hair care products or um, if I want a lippy or something like that, I just go in there with a whole different set of this makes me happy. So that's mm-hmm. why I started just posting things. Okay. So when you first started, I mean, did you feel like it was going to grow this fast? Um, Because I feel like when I started following you, it would be like every once in a while. And then like you were posting like multiple times a day. Um, So how did that even come about? Yeah, so... I, I really didn't think it was going to be this big at all. I, yeah. I don't know what I thought was going to happen. I kind of just wanted an outlet. Um, I have, I have other Instagram pages that I don't think anybody knows that are me <laughs> <laughs> um, that I would just randomly post to sometimes just because I was doing so many different things. So I really like to travel. So I have a food page of just food that I've have from all over the United States mm-hmm. and I have a crafting page and I post all the things that I craft on there. So it was really just another, it was another page where I was sharing something that I liked, but I didn't think it was going to go anywhere. Um, now February, when you start following me, February of last year yeah, was when it kind of ramped up a little bit because like I said before, the other target pages weren't really posting a lot of the, right. you know, the black things. So people started following me a lot more during that period of time. I was posting all the things I was finding and I was kind of giving history behind things. But the turning point um, was actually making a reel with the toilet paper. Oh, okay. And that took me from, man, when you started following me, what was it like? Maybe 5,000 people there? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. That post alone, there was 10,000 more people there that week. Wow. I'm posting that. And then I said, oh, okay. <laughs> That's crazy. I got, I got what you guys are looking for. Okay. I can do this. Um, and then I started posting a different kind of content. Cause mostly before that it was just pictures. Yeah. Um, which really don't resonate with people as much, especially on Instagram, like just right. the pictures are kind of like, oh, okay, whatever. They keep scrolling. Cause if it's not interesting to them, they're not going to stop. And that's when it start things start taking off. Cause before that I was going to quit. Mm. I think April or May, I think it was May. Yeah. I told Kevin, I said, Kevin, I, I just, I can't keep doing this. It's so much work. Um, so much captions and, and interacting and everything. And I'm not really getting paid for it. I'm kind of overwhelming myself because I was working and I had two kids. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if I can do this. Um, he was just like, you know, just keep, just keep doing your thing. You're, you're really good at this. Just keep doing yeah. it. It's going to be fine. And he was right. <laughs> <laughs> so when did brands start to reach out to you or have brands reached out to you? They have. So the first brand to reach out to me was actually Be Rooted. Okay. Um, was Jasmine. She was the first brand that I worked with. Um, and she was like, you know, you could, you could charge, you could charge people to do this. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to pay you. I'm going to pay you to do this. 
Um, and I, I mean, I didn't have anywhere near what I had now or anything. Um, and she paid me, um, and at that point it was, um, she paid me seven fifty for the post. Okay. Um, which I was like, Oh snap. Okay. I'm going (laughs) to, I'm going to do this. All right. I'm going to kill this. Um, and we worked together a few times after that, but outside of her at first, it wasn't really like brands are reaching out to me. People were clicking my links. Um, and while that doesn't get me a heck of a lot of money, it was enough for me to see that value there and say, okay, well, I can keep posting this and kind of just doing what we all like, um, and monetize that in a way. But December, November, December of last year is when it started being like brands started reaching out to me continuously. Um, and it was the honeypot that reached out to me. Oh, Um, yeah. And they had, you know, they're, they're really big brands. So they have a lot more money to offer. Um, and still, I was still only at like 30 or something thousand. We're at 65 now. So it's it's still, (laughs) still going, I'm still blowing my mind every second. Um, but at that point they, they were like, okay, we'll pay you a thousand dollars for one post. Mm. Said, Okay. And you know, between me and you and everybody else that's listening to this, I really <laughs> like my job that much. Um, so I started thinking to myself, okay, if I could put more effort into this and start reaching out to brands to say, Hey, let me advertise for you. Maybe I can quit my job. Yeah. Um, and after that honeypot post, people start coming into me like wildfire because on TikTok that post went like mega viral. There okay. was a lot of people that were interacting with that. And I think brands started to see that and started coming to me more. Yeah. Now you said that um, you had people click on your link, like explain what that means. Yeah. So um, there's a third party platform. It's called like to know it. Okay. And you can basically link anything to that platform. You just have to push a picture, put a picture up, and then um, you can link out to Amazon or Barnes and Noble, Walmart, Target, wherever. And it'll give you a unique link to you. Okay. And if you post that unique link into your stories and someone clicks it to buy something, it first takes them to LTK, which is like to know it. And then once they click the picture again, it takes them out to Target. And then whatever they buy while they're out there, even something that wasn't on my link at all, whatever they put in their cart mm-hmm. and click purchase, I get a percentage of that for target. It's, it. it's really low. It can be anywhere from like one to 6%, but let's say some of the girlies that are doing brands, like, I don't know, maybe you're doing Gucci. Sometimes it can be like a 13% commission Wow. on those products. Okay. Yeah. And see, like, I didn't know that you get a percentage of the whole cart. Cause I would just buy something, whatever uh-huh. the link there. And then I would just go buy whatever else I was, whatever else. <laughs> yeah. So now I know I'm like, Oh, well, let me just do everything. And then everything. check out. Yeah. Whatever yeah. you put in your cart, because in their eyes, I drove you to target. So that's true. Yeah. Whatever's in your cart. Yeah. Cool. So where do you live? Do you live, um, on the East coast, West coast? Where are you? I'm in the East coast. So I live in Florida in Tampa, Florida. Okay. So how is it that you feel you are able to still reach other people, even though you're not like you're in one location? Right. Yeah. So part of that, I'm not going to lie. I feel like this is like, this is the black girl privilege a little bit. (laughs) Um, 
on the black target page. So people say that, you know, there's a, there's a black girl doing things for black owned businesses and she's doing target and everybody loves target. It drives into my page. Um, and then they share the unique things that they have at their targets with me. Mm, So, um, for example, there's a beer and target in California. I would have no idea because I don't, I don't live in California. I would have no idea unless someone shared that information with me. But because of that, I, I'm able to share unique brands. Laundry Mm. wine is only in Dallas. Right. Crown and hops is only in California. So I, then I get to tie all these people in because they start realizing, oh, if I share this with Marissa, she can share it with everyone. And then the brands see that and the brands want to be in more places. Right. So it kind of allows me to have this giant network of, of black women who are like, listen, we're going to, we're going to do this together. Yeah. We're going to figure it out. (laughs) So has Target reached out to you? No, they have not. Really? I really wish they would. That's crazy. It is a little crazy. I keep trying to make excuses for them, but at this point I'm kind of like, what are you doing? I don't know what you're doing. So the target accelerator team has reached out to me, which is, um, honestly, they see brands come to me like black brands that aren't in target yet. Mm -hmm. They're like, Hey Marissa, will you try this? And I almost always say yes. So I have a tap into what the black community wants to see at Target. Right. So in that way, them reaching out to me, that's, that's not about me. That's about them. They know that I have the plug. So they want to know, you know, who they can get their hands on, which I'm more than happy to help. There's so many brands right now that should have been in Target years ago that now have a lane to get into Target. And I cannot wait to see them there. There's a lot of things coming this year that you guys are going to be really excited about. Um, but target itself. So do you know about these brands that are coming because of the accelerator program or because of the businesses themselves, the businesses themselves, they tell me, they go, Hey, Marissa, I want to be in target. And then I'll put them in touch with whoever I I feel like could help them the most. Um, and then sometimes they come back to me and like, Hey, like, don't say anything, but this day and time we're going to be at target. Yeah. And I'm like, yes. Okay. Well, just (laughs) let me know when you get there, girl, I'm gonna share. (laughs) That's crazy that, you know, it would make sense to me to almost add you to like the marketing team for yeah. Target, even if it was just in Tampa or in Florida or just the yeah. East Coast Division or something. something. Um, I think so, too. I think that a lot of the Black community wasn't shopping at Target because they felt like it was expensive. Yeah. Um, or they felt like it was exclusionary. Mm-hmm. And they were like, OK, wait a minute. It's neither of those things. I can go there. I can shop. I can buy Black-owned things. Yeah. Um, I can be, feel welcome. I can do all of those things. And I really feel like I changed that narrative. So I'm just like, Target, what's what's happening? Yeah. And I'm <laughs> going to be honest with you. Like mm-hmm. I so my daughter is almost two. Uh-huh. I was not a Target shopper before she was born. And then mm-hmm. people gave me Target gift cards. So I would go to the baby section and then be done. like I would leave. Um, right. So I wasn't like roaming around Target trying to find different things or, you know, how you now I just like walk around and I'm looking in different sections. <laughs> I would just go to the baby section and leave. And then right. when the lip bar went in there, mm-hmm. um, I would go to the cosmetic section, but it was never in my targets. 
So I was like, oh, let me just see if it's here now. And I ended up like ordering stuff online because it was taking right. forever to get in my target. And then when you were posting like all the different things, I'm like, oh, Target has a lot of stuff in it that, you know, kind of tie into like the black culture. And like, mm-hmm. even if it wasn't black owned, there were still things in there. So right. then I started like becoming a Target shopper because right. I wasn't, I was not into Target. I didn't like their clothes. <laughs> like I didn't like little house on the prairie clothes. Yes. What they look like. <laughs> so I would never go in there. And like, I felt like their shoes were expensive for what it was. And mm-hmm. So I was not a Target shopper. And then when you were posting like the brands like that partake, I had no idea that that was black owned. I would see it like in the front of the store by the cash register all the time. Mm -hmm. Never knew it was a black owned company. Um, So I'm like, oh my God, I see them all the time. Right. So it is like, you have been very influential to me. Like even, I think even people who don't follow you, like mm-hmm. people repost your post. So yeah. people don't have to follow you to know where that information came from. Right. Right. So Yeah. And, and two now, even outside of target, I feel like people, even if they're at Publix, they're like, okay, wait a minute. Every box store has black owned things. Yeah. So let me try to find, you know, things in my store, find it at Publix, find it at Kroger's. So even outside of just Target, I think a light switch has went off for a lot of people that I don't even have to do this just in Target. I can go anywhere and find black owned products. Yeah, because when you like during Christmas, I know a lot of people would send you things from different stores Mm -hmm. um, that had like sections and different things in it. Mm -hmm. Um, because I found stuff at Hobby Lobby, you know, I found stuff at, um, home goods. So it was like a variety of different places that I was finding things, stores that I don't really shop in per se, Yeah. um, that I would just go in and be like, oh, okay. They do have, you know, more inclusive things. Right. And, you know, just the run in the mill, like the nutcracker is what you would see. And that would be it. Right. Right. Yeah. No. And that was, and that's really fun for me too, because, um, for example, I go to home goods all the time, but I wouldn't necessarily go to like Marshall's. Yeah. Um, I don't know why just like never really like, ah, whatever. But people kept sending me that some of the things I was posting that was at target was also at Marshall's. And I was like, Oh, okay. Really? So I went in there one day, they had planners, they had calendars, they had a a coffee mug. There's a coffee mug and actually has a black girl on it. And I was super excited to find it because it says I'm the boss, but it's in Spanish with a black girl on it. I lost it. I said, Oh, really? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be back. (laughs) Right. But I don't think that like companies understand that, um, as far as like, value because you work directly with the companies I feel like they feel as though they they don't really need to contact you because Mm -hmm. you're bringing them the companies which is right which is crazy yeah I I yeah I can definitely see that I think I think one of the things though that if I was to talk to Target and was gonna like you know tell them like why would why would you need to come to me um because we're watching you 
Yeah. Everybody's watching you right now. Um, and I'm not, I'm not tagging them in, in all of my posts. I don't do that anymore, but my followers do. (laughs) Oh, you're right. You know? Yeah. So they're like, okay, you know, you said you were doing all of these things, but I didn't know about any of this until Marissa posted it. Mm -hmm. So now I want to see what, I want to see what you're doing. So they're, they're watching. Yeah. And I mean, even on their website, like they have the little black owned section. Mm -hmm. Um, But I feel like even that is like so congested with things that like, if you don't know what you're looking for, yeah, and you're just, you have to like go through every single category Mm -hmm. to see what it is, as opposed to just them having it in the main section and putting, you know, the symbol there and that be it. Like you don't really need a separate section on the website that's like black owned products. Yeah. And it's, it's confusing too, because I'll share black owned or black founded things, Mm -hmm. but they lump them together. Yeah. So, and there's some people who only want to buy black owned and there's some people who don't mind buying black founded. There's some people who don't mind buying things that are just representative of them. But if you don't make the differentiation, it just becomes confusing. And then people think that, you know, for instance, uh, dark and lovely is black owned because right. they have a sticker on it. And it's, it's not, it's not like an outright deception, but for someone who wants to buy black owned, it would feel that way if they didn't know any better. Yeah, I agree. And, um, you know, even when you go in the store, like, I kind of feel like that should also be something that they kind of focus on, you know, in the store when you're like checking things out and mm-hmm. uh, like on their labels, it should happen mm-hmm. on there because not everybody's on the internet. Sometimes you're just walking by and you don't necessarily want something. You're just mm-hmm. kind of looking. It would be nice to visually see like, oh, that's black owned product or something, right. you know, while you're in the store and they don't do that either. Yeah, they did it for Black History Month. And I felt like what they did was good. They like I was like, well, we don't have to take this down. We could keep it here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we keep it here all year. Like it's not bothering anybody. <laughs> um, but even in my in my, my store in particular, I had um, a black a black owned section in toys, mm-hmm. but in my toy section, there was also Barbies there. And, you know, I know, you know, Barbie's not black owned, right. but someone may be like, Oh, you know, this particular Barbie is black owned. Like it was, I felt like it was a little irresponsible to mix some of the toys yeah. on that section just because they were brown Barbies. Mm-hmm. And see like our target. So I'm in, Texas and like uh-huh. the Houston area and our target, they don't separate any of the toys. So, um, during black history month and mm-hmm. during Christmas, they mm-hmm. had things separated. So there were, you know, books that were had like black characters in it. And then mm-hmm. there were the Harper dolls there and some other things, um, mm-hmm. that were all together. But then mm-hmm. when you went to the regular toy section, there were like black Barbies, there were black dolls because mm-hmm. I even look stuff up. Cause I'm like, wait, is this the one that was on the website Yeah, <laughs> that was own or not? And, and it turned out to not be right. Um, 
So it would be nice. Like these are the conversations that I don't think they think about because they feel like, oh, we have a section on the website. Like you can look it up on the website, but it would be better to have like a perspective from somebody to say, you know, you really need to, you don't necessarily have to separate the dolls or you don't have to separate the food, but just continue to put the label that you had during Black History Month there all the time. Yep. So, yep. No, I definitely agree with that. Um, there is a group of people though, or a group, a group of, I'll say a group of people because it's not specifically uh, a black thing to think that. Mm -hmm. Um, but I have had a little bit of a tussle with some people telling me like, stop saying that things are black owned because then, you know, racists won't buy that. And I'm like, okay, well, they weren't going to buy it anyway, then, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like, exactly has nothing to do with anybody except them but I'm gonna buy it and sometimes thinking about those people who said that I go by too just to be annoying you know I can't worry about things like that so I think there definitely could be more things done they're doing they're doing a good job as far as putting people in the places yeah so now they're diversity and inclusion officers black um they have a lot of black buyers Mm -hmm. so they're putting the people in the places um I think now it's just having everybody click together yeah. to make it happen. Yeah. Now, I remember that you started a Facebook page um, for mm-hmm. your followers. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. So the Facebook page is an extension of TikTok and Instagram, but I really started it because there would be people whose stores would not have something at all. Mm-hmm. And then it would also be sold out online. Yeah. So then they couldn't get it at all. And for some people, that's really frustrating. Like, I want, I want, I want the dang doll. <laughs> so, um, and they would say, Hey, Marissa, if you find this doll, can you please get it for me? Um, I'll give you the money and you and for shipping and everything. And I I do, I still do it sometimes if people ask me, but it was just so much work to yeah. add another piece on top of it. So I just thought maybe I can take myself out of it and have my followers help each other to get what they need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like that idea because um, initially when you posted um, the Morgan Harper pictures, mm-hmm. um, I Googled her and, uh-huh. you know, got her backstory and how she's on the spectrum and she's been a writer and, you know, an mm-hmm. artist for years. Um, so I found one of her pictures And then out of nowhere, like someone messaged me and was like, oh, you're in the Houston area. You know that the target on whatever, whatever has them on clearance. And so I bought like five pictures. And as you can see, like two of them are back there. Yeah, I have that one. (laughs) They're all in my bathroom. Like I bought every single one because my target that was closest to me is like three that are close to me. Uh-huh. did not have them and they kept and if they did it was like the same ones yeah so like just that person messaging me from I think you reposted my story mm-hmm. and they were like oh you know this target has them and I like hightailed it to target <laughs> I bought every single picture um yeah so that it, you know, it is beneficial because a lot of times when I don't see stuff um, like uh, the clothes from Black History Month, yeah, my Target did not have half of that stuff. 
Like I'm mm-hmm. talking about half of it. And so when I would go online, it would be sold out. Yep. Every, I'm like, oh, come on. Like February is not even halfway over. How can you be sold out of all these shirts? Um, right. So, but it was like, people would, you know, be like, oh, they have it at, you know, this target or whatever. So I'm like, mm-hmm. there was a shirt that said, it's the blank for me. I never saw that shirt. <laughs> I was upset. I felt personally attacked. I've never seen this shirt before. Yeah. Um, you know, and I had to ask someone, Hey, will you see another one? Please send that to me. <laughs> yeah. It is. It's, it's, um, it is, it's interesting. Um, there's a target that is like near my job. Um, and I'll stop there every once in a while and get, you know, stuff for my daughter, but their black history section, everyone, every other target, when you walk in either on one of the entrances is the section, mm-hmm. but this one was like down the aisle by like the home department. So I, I went in and I was like, do you guys not have like the black history display? And the guy's like, yeah, I think it's somewhere back there. I'm like, back there? Are there no black people here? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking in my head. And when I went, like, it was such a small selection. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, they, they really didn't have anything. They had a bunch of books and then they had um, a couple of shirts the kids, like baby kids section of it was, they had a lot and right. then a lot of like extra large. And um, I don't know, like maybe it's because we've just always been that group that is just targeted, but I'm like, not all black women are extra large. Like I can't fit this. You yes. have a small, a medium, no large and like five extra large. And I noticed the display just got here not that long ago. Yeah, I, I feel like that's a struggle for me, too. I, I tell you guys all the time in my stories, I don't have any boobs. Like, <laughs> I need a small. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I mean, I, I took it personally because I was like, you already have it in the back of the store. <laughs> And then the majority of your clothes are extra large. So what what are you saying about your black customers? Like, what is this? Yeah, like I kind of took it in a way where I was like, I don't know. I took it personal because <laughs> and I took that personally. <laughs> I did because it was like the beginning of black history. So I know what the other sizes were not sold out. Yeah, you know, but contrary to that, I have a target that's in for lack of a better word, the whitest neighborhood you can possibly imagine. (laughs) They had every single thing, every single thing. I appreciated it Mm -hmm. because in my head, I was like, oh, okay, well, I know I can come here and find whatever I'm looking for, except (laughs) that one shirt, but whatever I'm looking for, they have everything. Um, But that was, that was perplexing to me too. It wasn't a bad thing because in previous years, there had only been certain targets that had the black history month collection. And that was aggravating. Cause I was like, so are you saying that there's only black people in certain areas? Because yeah. that's not true. Um, but I do think that if you are going to put in every target, you should at least put the smaller amounts in targets like that one, where yeah. I think I may have seen one other black person at that target <laughs> in existence yeah. ever, you know? So yeah. that would make more sense. I agree. And, you know, they're, they're, they're still learning. They're doing better than Bath and Body Works. So I'm, I'm going to be oh quiet. Oh my goodness. That was horrendous. 
And it went like, it went viral because everybody was like, really? With the kente cloth? Like with these same scents? It was so bad. It was so bad. I actually went to all the department stores that had Black History Month collections. And I recorded myself like talking about each section and and then time got away from me. So I didn't end up posting it. I still might. I still might post it just for people because I was surprised at JCPenney's. They did a really good job. Um, not only did they have people from inside their design team, black people mm-hmm. make the shirts in there, but they named all of them. They oh. put them on their website and then they gave a hundred percent of the proceeds wow. to a black foundation. I was, I was impressed. Yeah. <laughs> I said, and oh, see, this is but good. here's the thing. I mm-hmm. feel like, um, I only knew about targets, black history month stuff because of you. I didn't hear about any other stores having a black history display. The only reason why I knew about Bath and Body Works is because it was so terrible. (laughs) But there were no, there wasn't promotion for other stores. Like I definitely would have just gone into different stores just to check. Um, I'm not a big shopper, so I don't just like go to the store all the time. Right. Uh, but I go for specific reasons because I think you had mentioned something about Kohl's and I went in there mm-hmm. um, and saw some stuff in there. But um, yeah, like it would be good, like pay for an ad on Instagram yeah. and on Facebook to like promote that so people know what you're doing. Um, you know, it doesn't need to be a secret. Like that would be a reason yeah. for it to get people into your store who may not normally shop at JCPenney. Yes. And what Target did for advertisement, because a lot of people were like, so Target isn't really putting this on their page. Have you noticed they don't have that many posts about Black History Month on their page? Um, and what they did was they actually paid celebrities and mm-hmm. paid partnerships to okay. wear the Black History Month stuff. So Tabitha Brown, yeah, she had Black History Month on from Target. And yeah. that was her paid partnership. And I thought that was a really cool, creative way to kind of get the message out there that Target has this Black History Month stuff. Yeah. So I'm wondering if the other, you know, Old Navy, all that will follow and do will follow along, follow suit to what they're doing. Because they've kind of followed a little bit by picking Black creators outside of the store to do yeah. things into their stores. Um, but people have asked me, they're like, so are you going to do a, uh, a old Navy well black? Are we going to, are we going to get, uh, this well black or that well black? And I'm like, y'all, I I barely have time to target well black. (laughs) (laughs) But what is like your, what is, would be your ultimate goal? Like, would you rather do stay with target or do you want to do just a shopping while black page where, you know, brands of, from all different stores are on your page. Yeah. So I think that would be really cool to, um, eventually get to that place Mm -hmm. to doing all the stores. Um, I think my, maybe it's a long-term goal, but maybe it's a short-term goal. I'm not sure. I would like for target to pay me and I don't have to charge brands. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like have Target be the one paying me a good amount of money, but have them be paying me to advertise for all of their black owned brands that are in the store. Um, I think they, they do have commercials, but if we're being honest, most people watching Netflix, right? So they're not seeing those commercials. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then the channels that they have the target commercials on are a little, are a little like for me. And I know black people are not a monolith, but I'm just saying, if you want to get like the most black people, some of those, com- those commercials on some of those channels, just, I feel like you're missing who you're trying. Yeah. Your target trying, audience is not watching this. Yeah. Yeah. They're not watching that. I just, mm-hmm. um, and so it would be beneficial because then all the small brands, maybe I can know about the brands before they come in. Yeah. I can get everything in a row for certain months. Like they have a calendar of this brand's going to be out in March. This brand's going to be out in November. I could get all that stuff queued up and work that out with everyone. Yeah. And I just be like their whole like Instagram black marketing department. Um, Which would be smart. I mean, you know, the, your audience is already here. It's not like you have to create a new page and do other right. things. I mean, we're the reason why, you know, Target is right. sold out of a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I have receipts. <laughs> <laughs> I have receipts. So during that whole time period when people were clicking my links, yeah, I have it. How many people clicked it? I have I have the total amount of revenue that I've made target at all of that. Wow. So um I've been keeping my receipts for when they come around. <laughs> you have to like pitch to them or like how would you become a partner with them? So I have done a lot of pitching. So my first step was to reach out to their partnership team. And that really didn't get me anywhere. But what I've been doing, um, which I would, every content creator, if you're a content creator and you want to reach out to brands, use LinkedIn. Mm. It's super easy to contact everyone on there. Um, You can see what they do, who they are. I've reached out to people like Barbie on there. I'm like, hey, Barbie, you're doing all these black Barbies of all these black influencer yeah. people. Like, yeah, what's happening? Let's 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 do this. Um, I've reached out to the Target in the Target celebrity influencer director. Okay. Um, and she actually wrote me back. I was very excited, mm-hmm. and she follows me. Good. I said, no way. <laughs> so she followed you before you reached out to her. Yes. She was like, no need to introduce yourself. I already know who you are. (laughs) Like, well, (laughs) yeah. Um, And she did say, I hope to work with you in the future. And I know people can't really tell you much about what's happening. So who knows? Um, I may come on here with you again and then it'll be a whole different conversation. Yeah, let's hope so. (laughs) But I know that like a lot of the um the brands that are have partnered with them. Like mm-hmm. when you go, like you said, like when you go to the target page, mm-hmm. I don't know if they pay the brands like extra to promote it on their page that they're in target. Um, but I don't really see a lot of it on the target page. And like yeah. one of the, um, the brands that I did, you know, purchase was that J Dow yeah. fitness thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and like that was the first time I had ever heard of her. So I'm thinking that she like has this partnership with Target and that she just started her brand. Right. And then when I started following her on Instagram, she was posting stuff and I'm like, wait, this is not in Target. No. And I, like put that. She's like, oh no, I had, you know, I have my brand, but I have a specific items that are only in Target. Right. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm thinking like, you're a target designer 
Right. And they're the only one, you know, they're the only clients that you yeah. have. And they didn't really, I mean, I feel like they tried to convey what they were doing, but they didn't really put it out there. Like, Hey, we're partnering with honest. I'm just gonna be honest. They're not paying me. So I'm gonna say what I want to say. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say what I want to say when they do pay me. So that's something yeah. to know too. Um, but they didn't really do a good job advertising what no. they were doing. <laughs> they really didn't. They should have said, um, here are five creators um, that we're partnering with with Target. And here's their backstory. Like they all yeah. should have their own commercial or they should have all been talking mm-hmm. on Target's page. I did. I did lives with all of the creators. I know. But I didn't see them doing anything. No. I felt like I felt like. To, they spent their money, but they spent their money not where it needed to be. Yeah. And that's why I said, I don't know if they paid them like extra, like, hey, make sure you post X amount on your page. Um, because she would go to Target all the time and mm-hmm. like, you know, buy her stuff and take pictures in there and you see her walking in and um, she they basically had, like, had to do their own advertising. Yeah. And she had like her polls up, like what's yeah. your favorite, you know, thing that you guys saw at Target. Um, yeah. So it would have been nice because I had no idea that she had her own fitness line before, you know, creating the items for Target. Right. Yeah. So, so in a way it was, it worked, it worked out a little bit because you found someone new, you know, yeah. like I think a lot of people found someone new. They're like, Oh, I don't know who this is. But at the same time, it, they, they shouldn't have to do their own advertisement for their stuff that was in Target. Yeah. They shouldn't have had to do that. The black owned cotton. I, yeah. I don't understand why that wasn't I only all knew over that. everywhere. I only knew that from you. And then when I went to their website, it was like off to the side, like you had to keep scrolling and yeah. then it was like the picture. And then it kind of talked about it. Um, but, you know, I feel like it was one of those things where it was like, your intentions are good, but your execution is poor. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, the fact that I find things out from, you know, secondhand from someone else. Right. Um, instead of you directly. is right. not good Because even like the college kids contest, like I never saw that um, until yeah. you. And then I think I went to one of their pages and they had like a video and I'm like, so why didn't Target put this video on their page? It was weird. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't disagree. I think (laughs) that they spent their money in a really weird, funky way. Um, Yeah. Well, I don't know, but if they were going to give us the platform, I was going to make sure we were going to sell them out. <laughs> exactly. And that was my thing, too. Um, you know, like some of the stuff uh, wasn't easy for me to find. Right. So, And then there was like a lot of stuff that I wanted. Like I wanted that creator necklace and it was always sold out online. And then my target never had it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of annoying. But yeah. I'm glad that like stuff was sold out. Mm-hmm. Because I hope next year they understand, like, there is a need for this. Like, you need to request more products next year yeah. from whoever you partner with. See, and that was the thing, too. Um, every creator I talked to, they all use Target's manufacturing. So it's literally Target themselves that did not make enough. 
Okay. So it wasn't even like they sent it to Target. Right. Yeah. No, they came up with the designs and everything and and did all of that through Target. So Target did all the manufacturing of the creator's um, ideas. Yeah. And put them out there. So they themselves did not make enough Mm. to last them. See, and then and then we get to this part of Target is known for being sold out of things before the season gets here, yeah. right? So, <laughs> yeah. so they they uh, in general they need to do better with that because I don't I don't like going into Target at Thanksgiving and not be able to find Thanksgiving things yeah. because you needed to get it at uh, not Christmas but oh, at um, something. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's so annoying to me. Yeah. I don't like doing any of that. Um, and then finding Halloween stuff in July is just yeah. wild to me. So, right. And I can't wrap my brain around it fast enough. Like Christmas stuff, when uh-huh. we decided like, okay, let's get Christmas stuff. It was like sold out. So like, we just got whatever ornaments were left. And then, yeah. you know, we just pieced it together. It wasn't the tree that we wanted, but I was like, I don't have the time yeah. to go all over creation. Yeah. I think we ended up going to Hobby Lobby, but yeah. Um, See, yeah, and I life. was bullied into posting them early because <laughs> I don't know if you remember, but I was saying, I don't want to post this. It's not oh, even, yeah. it's not even <laughs> yeah. I refuse. And everybody was like, please post it. Cause it's going to be gone. And I was like, okay, fine, I guess, but I'm not going to like it. <laughs> and they were not kidding. Cause it was gone. It was gone. Yeah. A lot of that stuff was gone. Like I was looking for the ballerina. Uh-huh. Oh my goodness. I saw it one time and I should have just bought it. And there was like a bunch of them. The next week I went back and they were gone. Like all of them were gone. Not just the black one. Like all of them were all gone. Of them. Yeah. And it was sold out online. I'm like, oh God, like people, can we just have like an actual season where you shop and do everything during the season and not said, you nope. know, <laughs> in the summertime? It's bad enough. It's already hot out here all through Christmas. So now I got to buy Christmas stuff in July. Um, yeah, but well, I feel like that was a lot of good information and I'm claiming that target is going to contact you and they are going to create some kind of a partnership. Um, because I do think that it's more efficient from them Mm-hmm. then you know you reaching out to the brands and then also like if brands reach out to you and they don't get in target like do you feel like you shouldn't like or do you feel torn if somebody's like well I didn't get into target but I think I'm gonna be in you know JC Penney's or something I do it's hard for me sometimes so it's it's really hard because I just want to help, (laughs) you know, I just want to help. So when they don't get to where they want to go, or even if they're not in target and they're like, can you just share me your stories? I have a hard time saying no. (laughs) Yeah. So, but I'm sure everything will work out. I'm I'm positive. Actually, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I know it is. Um, I, I, I really do think I'm going to do other stores um yeah. it'll probably be one page with a lot of different other stores mm-hmm. versus like having a specific another page for certain stores 
just because outside of Target, a lot of stores don't really have the volume of black owned things yeah. that Target has. Yeah. Um, Walmart does, but we know how I feel about that place. I'm not going <laughs> there. I'm sorry. The I got a nail in my flip flop <laughs> last time I was there. They have boxes in the aisles. It's just, I can't do it. I know. Target price matches. I just won't go. <laughs> yeah. But um, I think, I mean, I think that that would be a really good idea, um, you know, just to create a separate page and I don't know what you can call it, but. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I have to brainstorm. Like, what, what do I call this one? But yeah, and start having, and then there's already a lot of people here. So all you have to do is say like, hey, I mean, this other page and there's yep. all this black owned stuff. There's black owned stuff in Nordstrom's. See, look at that. Yeah. Like. If there's not stuff that's like celebrities that have it or they like, because sometimes even when celebrities wear stuff, they don't tell you who mm-hmm. it is or if that person's black on, like they may tag them. Yeah. But if you don't click on the tag, you know, the link. You have no idea. That person, like you have no idea. Like the guy that makes those little small box purses. Oh, Brandon Blackwood. Yeah, yeah. I got one of those. I, I know. Excited. I just saw that on your page. Yeah. Never would I have known that he was black. Like. I don't. Yeah. When you see people with it, they don't say like, oh, this is a black owned bag. Like they just say like, I have Brandon, whatever his name is. I'm not like a purse person. So I have no idea. Um, But yeah. So it's like, I don't know. Yeah. Someone told me they said um, good American is listed as black owned at Nordstrom's. And I'm not okay with that because it's not black owned. And I was like, well, (laughs) It kind of is. So Good American is owned, half of it is owned by Khloe Kardashian, which everybody's like, oh, wait a minute. Mm, I don't want to, I don't want to, I'm not going to touch that. Yeah. The the actual like person behind that brand that's not the celebrity face is a black woman. She's on Shark Tank. Oh, okay. So that's, it's just little things like that. Because I'm weird. And when I go in stores, I'm Googling everything. (laughs) That's just the way my brain works. That I think people really like to know if you're just, you know, willing to put the information out there. So I probably will eventually end up making another page. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, I mean, you, you know, you never know where it could go. I mean, you could start your own marketing company and, uh, yeah. you know, kind of contract with different stores. Yeah. I see wild. Big, that would be I wild. Big things. <laughs> That would be crazy. Yeah. I'm you know what? You. But that would be like a good way to do it because then you're not tied to one place. Yeah, I have I have this idea in my head and if I can figure out how to execute it, um it's going to be next level, but I got to figure out how to do it first. <laughs> um but it kind of ties into what you just said and it's got to I got to get the people in my pocket yeah. <laughs> um, and then we'll see where, but you know, any, nothing is impossible though. Exactly. It's what I've learned. I didn't think that this was going to be a page. I was going to be like a big thing. I didn't think I was going to be able to, I was like, oh, you know, you're gonna make some extra money. But I didn't think I was going to quit my job. I did yeah. that. Um, and now I'm quitting my job and I'm bringing more, bringing in more money than I was with my job. Look at that. Yeah. And so now I'm just like, well, I don't even set expectations for things I feel like I can do because I don't feel like 
there is an end to anybody's potential, right? It's just pushing yourself. Every time you complete something, just push yourself to something else because who knows what anybody's able to, to accomplish. Yeah. And in this day and age where there is no set job, like you can create your own jobs now. Yeah. Any way that you want and sky is the limit. And I think that that is why so many, you know, people of color are striving because now we're not going into an office and applying for jobs. Like we're creating jobs that did not exist. Yeah. Yeah. And, and too, you know, um, so my Kevin, he's a, he's a software engineer and he was talking about his, his job and how most people hire, you know, based on your personality. So I started thinking about that, you know, oftentimes, especially in his field, you would go into a, an interview and you would have nobody that looks like you. Yeah. Um, now, not, not to say that they couldn't like your personality, but are they going to connect with you right. in the same way as they would with someone else? And that's why it's so important to have people in all these different positions, because you need to have somebody that's going to be able to really connect with you, Yeah. you know, um, on, on, a, on a deeper level, like, oh, I really like this guy. I can see myself working with him or doing these things. So when all these, all these black people are making their own companies and, and their own spaces and places, I'm scared of us in the next 10 years. I don't know exactly. what's going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're right. Because, and, and I think that that is a part of, you know, why everybody has these diversity and inclusion departments all of a sudden, um, because they see where, where we're going and yeah. they can't get there because they're not us. Yeah. So even if they try to do something similar, it's not going to resonate with us because you're not us. Right. So exactly. Now, Which is why Target just needs to hire me because you can't right. be. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. exactly. Cause you know, I'm telling you like that's, we're too powerful and when people try to do things and try to, you know, replicate um, systems. If you don't have the face for the system, the system does not work. Yeah. So, yeah. but thank you so much for taking the time out of your night to talk to me. Um, this was a great conversation. Like I said, I definitely see big things in your future. Um, you just have the drive and the personality that, you know, you're just not going to be stopped. Like you are going to be an unstoppable force in whatever area you decide to go into, whether it be Target or whether it be your own company. I'm telling you, I I see success and I can't wait to see where you go with everything. Thank you so much. Let's get it. Let's make it happen. (laughs) Thank you so much again. Yeah, of course. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. And that's a wrap on another amazing episode. I know you were just as inspired as I was after hearing today's guest. And to let us know how we're doing, leave us a review, like, and subscribe to the podcast. You can also follow us on all social media platforms from Facebook to YouTube at The Color of Influence and on Instagram, the underscore color underscore of underscore influence. And our website is still the same, theblackgirlblogger.com, where you can check out all of our episodes as well. And don't forget 
to share the podcast with someone you know and have them share it with someone that they know. Thank you all for listening. Until next time, peace out.